0: the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much to tuning in to another broadcast of ReCAPTURE. We're so grateful to have you listening in this morning. How are you doing this morning, Mom? Hey, Essence. Awesome. So we are going to be talking about today, grace. But before we get into grace, let's do a little recap on what we talked about last week.
1: Okay, yes. Uh, Last week, we had a very special guest, which was Pastor Cynthia Corder, Uh, The Recovery Chick, she's the founder and the owner of Judy's House. And the reason we had her on as our guest is because she is a 2020 Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Award recipient. So we got an opportunity to talk with her, share her heart and her ministry. And just really, it was just a fantastic recovery weekend. We had an opportunity to celebrate her, on that Sunday evening through our virtual event, which is the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration in this environment, uh, with everything that's going on with the pandemic and practicing social distancing and things of that nature, this year we had a virtual event. We hosted the event through Zoom but we were live on my social media page, my Facebook page. So we had an opportunity to celebrate Pastor Quarter as she shared her testimony with us on the radio, how she's in the trenches with women, doing her work for God, that as she puts it, that women would not die in active addiction. And so when we had the Diamond Celebration this weekend... I I was listening to the ladies and their testimonies, and I was thinking about how they're so unashamedly—that's the word that Pastor Quarter put on her bio—unashamedly sharing her testimony. And I told our audience that were uh, that attended the virtual event that some people can't share what they did at high school prom, and these ladies are sharing their ministries and message that they were addicted to drugs that they live a life of prostitution and that they were some of them had even spent time in jail and the reason we celebrate them is through the life and legacy of our mother Patricia Ann Strange and that is a often a thankless job but we had an opportunity to celebrate Pastor Carter Pastor uh Carter and the other ladies Joyce Martin and Cynthia Grant Hayden and the reason it's so important is because of the scripture that she said last week John 8 and 36 so if the sun sets you free you will be free indeed and so that is what we did on last week and another thing that she talked about was that one of the tips for the journey she, she talked about and you elaborated on Essence was that God can do for you what no one else can do, not even yourself. God can do for you what more than you can do or anybody else. And that's such a powerful thing. And when God does do that for you, and I'm gonna end our recap with this, go and share the message. Revelation twelve and eleven says that we overcome Satan by the blood of the lamp and the word of our testimony. So we had an awesome weekend. And I want to tell you guys in our listening audience, September was recovery month where we talk about recovery from alcohol, substance use disorders, and mental illness, but the work is not over. So go to our website, www.psdiamondcelebration.com, to learn more about our organization, uh, Go to www.kkht.com, click programs, and then click podcast, and go back and listen to the programs that we have
0: in our archives. Yes, and I just just to add on to you, I, I certainly did enjoy myself at the Diamond Celebration this year. This was the sixth event, seventh. It's our sixth year, but it was actually the seventh event. Seventh event. It's always a good time for me. Of course, I'm working behind the scenes, which it can be stressful, but I certainly did enjoy it. I enjoyed hearing all the ladies' stories, having their guests on. It was definitely an awesome time. We made it fun, even though it was virtual. So just to jump on in here to the topic for today, Grace. Now, Mom, could you tell me, why you chose this topic why did why why is it important that we touch on grace and discuss the elements of grace especially from the biblical perspective
1: the reason i chose the topic of grace for this week is because of something that happened with me in my own life in my own family i was talking to one of one of my family members i won't say who and and god just put on my heart just have grace so it was my personal experience, and to be honest, I was watching the debates, and I was like, "Man, and I'm not going to talk about the debate itself, but on my social media pages, I was reading my post, reading the responses on my social media page. My friends are Christians and business owners because I'm a Christian woman, and I have an organization, so I'm a business woman, so primarily those are the people that um our friends on my Facebook page, but I was getting a lot of, seeing a lot of responses. This is my opinion. I, I felt like that it lacked grace. And you so being pretty harsh, I, I kind of, that's what I kind of sense. I thought there was no meeting of the mind. There was no, Understanding.
0: because I don't
1: necessarily agree with someone else's opinion. It, it doesn't mean that I should, should be so divisive. So I right. thought, Let's talk about
0: grace today. Okay, okay. So, what is grace? Is there a clear cut definition? Is there a biblical version? How does that all pan out? Um, I uh, grace is the unmerited favor of God, it is a gift and it is not earned. Okay, and so you say it's not earned, meaning
1: but I'll read this scripture to you in Ephesians two, eight and nine. It says for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not for from yourselves. It It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So you can say, I did this or I did that. No, it's, um, God is extending grace to us. And so we should therefore, extend grace to others. And as a matter of fact, while I was thinking about we're gonna have this lesson, I went to my social media page and I asked some of my I I'm I'm on Facebook pretty much. I have an Instagram but I don't use it that much, so
0: (laughs) yes, I know I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. It's old people on there. (laughs) I know you're gonna say that. I I, know I use I use Facebook more than anything else myself. I mean, I guess I'm old so Yes, I guess you're an old
1: soul too. So I did ask some people in my audience, um, how do you extend grace to someone when you don't agree with them? And so I got. Uh, I'm going to just read a few responses that I have. Miss Andrea, she said that she treats others. She said, treat others like you want to be treated. We've all been through or are going through something. If we keep that in mind then it's easy to extend and receive grace. So I think that's a great answer for her, Uh, for us, all of us, anyway. We're all going through something. Right. Or we have been through something. And so if we keep that in mind, it's easy to extend grace to someone else, especially in that environment, Doing the conversations that were going on on my social media page. Right. What are, what are they talking? Oh, my gosh, this is my friend. Oh, my
0: goodness, they're right. saying that? That's how I felt, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even, and even just outside of a p- political perspective, the understanding that you're a person and you're dealing with people, I think that sometimes people get caught into the idea of wanting to convey perfection as if nothing ever happens to them. But acknowledging yourself that you're not perfect and that you have struggles, that does make it all easier also. When you kind of take the chip off your shoulder and let down your ego, you don't you don't have to be so critical of others because you acknowledge your own faults as well.
1: Yes. And then uh, another person on social media said the reason why they extend grace is because God says forgives because he forgives you. So keep that in mind. Uh, she said she doesn't forget, but she she does forgive. I don't treat people like they treat me, so I smile and I keep it moving. If they need help, then I'll help, but nothing more. She said that she just uses kindness, and that was one of my other persons that I was... Um, that answered. Her name was Shawana, and she answered that question for us uh, uh, on my social media page. I want to do something, though. I want to read
0: a story. Oh, before... Before we get into the story, you know what, I'll tell that tell my story from social media at the end. Go ahead. This is
1: two examples that God gave me about grace, re- relating to a personal relationship and how we treat people in general. One is the parable, parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus is telling the, this story in the Gospel of Luke. It's, it's about a person who is traveling. They're beaten. Their clothes are taken off. They're left half dead along the side of a road. And when Jesus tells the story, he says uh, the Jewish priest and the Levite and people come by, but they don't help them. They avoid them. But then a Samaritan happens to see the traveler. And this is what it says in Luke ten twenty five 25 through 37. I'm going to read the text And uh, we'll talk about it. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robber? Then the expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told
0: him, go and do
1: likewise.
0: And that was from uh, Luke 10, verses 25 through
1: 37? Yes. And what was the importance to the story to me was the examples that I had in my own personal life, like I was dealing with someone in my family. And, you know, just have grace. Be like Andrea. Andrea says, you know that people are going through something, going through something now or been through something. And those are the times that you extend grace. And But this story is kind of similar to the when I was scrolling on my social media page and I saw so many different varying views. And some of the views were like, hey, I know this person. This is my friend. I, I'm surprised. But when you have grace and you know that someone is going through something or they have been through something, then you can have grace just the same way that God has given, given us grace because in that passage – the samaritan was in direct opposition of the jewish person they, they didn't mix right, like that right they at the didn't, time, they didn't have fellowship like that and so the other people that were like religious leaders they they tried to avoid it they right. went, they've crossed the street like they didn't see it but this person extended grace for someone that he may not have I, identified with right. or you can still extend grace to someone when you don't identify necessarily with them. with with that right. you know because oh you know this is a totally different background yeah. so we are people of faith we're christians so i'm talking to a christian audience we're on a christian radio station and we may not identify with that position position That person's position. I'm not getting political here. I'm just saying we can still extend grace because God gave us grace. We can not necessarily understand their position, but we do understand that that person has gone through something. That person has a different life experience. So, hey, I'm not going to agree with you on this today, but I'm still going to show the love of Jesus Christ,
0: and I'm going to have grace. Right. Something happened to me yesterday. Well, it didn't really happen to me, but thought and observation I had, and I hadn't shared shared this with you yet, but um, I was driving down the street on my way home, and there was a car that was stopped in the traffic. The hazard lights weren't on anything. The light had just turned green, but the car didn't move, and so everybody's honking, kind of getting upset. Everybody's driving around, seeming agitated, and so I go around also because I'm still going about my way, and I look over, and I see the driver was reclined in the seat. You know, they weren't up or alert or anything like that. And so I said, okay, well, let me go back and check on them just to make sure they're okay. So I went around, had to go up to the next freeway exit and turn my car all the way back around to go and check on this person. Well, by the time I had got back there, they had drove off and pulled into. the nearby gas station but to me that is a way also of having grace we get so caught up in life in the hustle and bustle of me 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 i have to do this and I'm, i'm running late and i'm busy you know that person could have fallen ill and needed medical assistance in in that time but everyone's just so upset that they're stopped at the light and no one really stop to think hey are they okay and so i went back around and they would stop to say hey you okay yeah i'm fine i just fell asleep you know i understand i've worked overnight before and so when you work overnight when you get off of work in the morning you're you're tired even driving home um so that's another real life example and from my perspective of a way of grace i didn't know that person i didn't know who they are i could have approached them and they tried to harm me you know um but yes mom c- c- continue
1: that's a good example of essence because really by extending grace and taking a moment it's not having road rage. <laughs> I don't have road rage. <laughs> I know you don't, but all the other people hunking hunting, you don't know what's going on and the and making sure just thinking you know, the Holy Spirit can work like that, just thinking to extend grace at the at the stoplight, you know, right? That's how God works in us. He will bring um conviction to us and give us a different perspective. Not only to have grace, but to help. And that's that's what you did. And when we were talking about our situations of grace, and I was having a story of, you know, in my own personal person, just have grace, you know, basically chill out, slow down. We'll and uh, the story, <laughs> the other story, I'm not gonna read the text. Uh, for time, but this is a familiar passage. It's called the story of the prodigal son, and the prodigal son was like, "Hey, give me my money. I'm leaving. I'm I'm out, Daddy. I'm out." The youngest one, yes, the son left, and the the story was significant about those things is that the dad extended forgiveness to his son, even though the son was doing something that was unheard of. Right, the son was being disrespectful. He was doing things that was not in a, in alignment to the what was culturally correct at that time, and the son left and went through all kinds of hardships, and then eventually he said, "Oh, I'm gonna go work with these pigs," and the pigs <laughs> was eating grossness, and and the man and the and the son was like, "I'm gonna eat this," and then you know just how God works. It said he came to himself. My daddy got a lot of stuff. I'm just going to go back home and throw myself at the mercies of my dad. And I'm going home. Right. But when he got there, the dad showed him love. The dad showed him forgiveness. The God, uh, dad gave him grace. Even in the midst of what society was like, daddy, he disrespected disrespected you. Out. He's out. Right. And even when the older brother was like, daddy, I've been here with you all this time. I've I've been here working with you. And uh, he didn't say, "Boy, go in house. I, I, I'm gonna take care of this." He extended grace and love to his son too, and he went to the both of them. He went and then extended grace to both of them. Why could he do that? How how could the dad have grace, f- not only for both of his sons, not for not just for the one who left, but both of his children? He could extend grace. Right. And I'm gonna share this example with you from one of my other uh, social media friends who helped me with the broadcast today. What? Um, How do you extend grace when you don't agree with someone? And I got some really great responses, but this one really hit the nail. On the head. Yes. (laughs) So it says, what we must understand about grace, oh, this is uh, Dr. Rick. Dr. Rick Wallace, he said what we must understand about grace is that it is unmerited, is not earned. Grace is extended based on the character and integrity of the person extending it and has nothing to do with the person who receives it. Bam. Bam. That, I was like, wow. Right. That was so beautiful and so powerful to me because the God that we serve, the God that we are in, in relationship with is the one that that sits high, right. and he's the one that is extending grace to us. You can extend grace to someone when you don't agree with them. Because of who you are. Be- yes, and that is because... That is who the Father was. Mm-hmm. that's how God is to us. That's who God is in our relationship with him. we We have grace, and it's not something that we work towards. It says in the scripture in Ephesians that we cannot boast of it.
0: and i kind of I kind of think to myself, the parallel of of grace is also forgiveness because sometimes grace and forgiveness go hand in hand. And we know that forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. And it's kind of that thing where they say, you know, don't let anyone else get you out of character. You know, it's not about what's happening, it's about how you respond to it.
1: Yes, it's not what's. It's not what's.
0: Yes, it's not
1: what's happening to you.
0: It's how you
1: respond to it. When we have the love of God and uh, the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we're able to have grace, even though even in our journey with people that we're dealing with in the recovery sphere. As a person that is walking a n- new journey of recovery, we can extend love. To that person on their journey, and if you are a person walking in a journey of recovery, then you can extend grace to those people that are supporting you Mm -hmm. on your journey, that supporting you on your walk with Christ. And one thing about what the Father did, I had an example that just came to my mind. It was the person I won't say names or anything like that. There was a gentleman in Dallas. Who was murdered? He was in his house eating ice cream or something like that, and he was in home watching TV, and the lady went into the apartment mistakenly, and she shot and killed him, and the family forgave them, and when I read the response from Doctor Rick, it made sense because there was, there was a lot of people like what. Why would they say that? Why would they forgive them, even Christian people? Why would they? Why would they have grace for, for that lady, and it it didn't have anything to do with the lady herself, right? But it's what Doctor Rick said, Doctor Rick Wallace. It is based on the character and integrity of the person extending it, and so for us on recapture, what are we need to recover? or that's been lost or stolen, maybe you've been in a hurtful place, not by any means that you've, you know, even if I would say that you've experienced what that family went through, that you can ask God to restore your sense of faith and give you a path that you can
0: show grace to another person. I think that's great. I'm so grateful for this information as we were preparing for today reading reading over these scriptures they definitely did touch me i'm glad i'm hope i'm hoping everyone got something out of this as well um we discussed today uh, grace and we also got from dr rick wallace that the grace you're extending is not about the person receiving it but your integrity and your character as a person yourself and we learned from the word here today that we should treat our neighbors as ourselves when we're extending out that love and grace. Thanks for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge and information to learn more or connect with us. Visit our website at the PS Until next time.